Hey everybody, this is the second episode where we talk about our uh, top 10 albums. If you haven't listened to the first episode, please go back and listen to it. Otherwise, this won't make any sense. Don't be an idiot. Thank you. Okay, so we're getting in top four now. We're getting the college playoffs. Yep. So this one is definitely different than all the ones I've had, and it is In the Wee Small Hours by Frank Sinatra. It. There it Knew is. It. I was waiting yeah. for it. It's I thought it was going to be your number one. I honestly no. did. There's actually, it, you'll see. It's a, it takes a, The rest is Frank Sinatra. No, no, it takes a drastic turn, you'll see. So, In the Wee Small Hours by Frank Sinatra. And this is not only is the music incredible, that Frank Sinatra's voice is incredible. The words and the stories behind it are incredible. Like, not only all, all of that, like, if you didn't already like the album, it is like, my freshman year, like, I listened to this album every single day, like, all the way through for, like, three months. This and the next one, I, which I will say, I, w- I won't say the next one, but this and the next one, I alternated, like, days on albums I listened to. Because, you know, I was, like, first time in college, like, sad, like, kind of weird spot, like, in my life. And then, like, this really, like, mm-hmm. and, and I was, like, Frankie. I can see it. He's there for me. Oh, yeah. It was, oh. This album, man. If you ever are like, I don't like old music. You just like listen just to this dumb. album. In the wee small hours, it is. It'll blow your mind. That album is. It a is classic. A it's a bop. Bang. And and like, there's no, like, especially in the 40s and 50s. Like, you're not like, you know, like six of these songs like blew up and it's like uh, parties. Like, this is not like. It's not like you know like Fly Me to the Moon. It, it, like where it's like. F- like fun or luck be a lady where it's like yeah really crazy like this is all depressing <laughs> like it, it it's all depressing it's all, all under one theme and this is one of the few albums that i have come across where it is like just a themed album like in in my experience i know there's a ton out there but like a themed album where you know there's like usually like in rap albums they're like like partying and then they're like yeah my mom, Sex, di- drugs, my mom died when I was a kid, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, girl, come over." Like it, they switch <laughs> off crazy, and like oh, con- con- yeah. country with that too, like most genres. But like this album, like it was all like sad, but like it, it made you like feel like someone was there for you. So relatable, incredible. Okay, Mine is drastically different and kind of a recent addition, but it says a lot about the artists and I guess the album is Starcrawler, Starcrawlers is the album is their name that has the song i love la uh i think i showed both of you that and it kind of revitalized the punk sound to me because they're a very new i guess the way i could describe is new wave punk they're definitely a new generation of california-based punk which is not really heard of anymore and it kind of has a refreshing kind of sound and twist to it and the whole album I'm, i'm still listening to but that one has been recently i've been playing constantly in the car i was traveling recently so i was listening to a lot of it that way and the lead vocalist she has an incredible voice it's only a drummer bassist and then a guitarist but the kind of energy and lyrics they have behind their stuff is very different but very very punk rock but in a new sense and it really kind of opened my eyes back up to that genre of music and has got me back into that so that's why it's so high in my list for that for that reason at least it's a good one for me, number four, I have Kendrick Lamar's "Damn." Damn! Wow! So, you went up. You went up there. Yeah, I I really like it. 
it's one of those that like it's so much of a classic and it's I hate when people use the term classic on things that came out like a year ago. Classic. Like, oh, it's a classic. Not it, by definition it's not. It doesn't have the longevity yet. But I think this is one that like you we're going to look back 20 years from now and be like, "Holy shit, I can't believe that came out." Like I can't believe like we were able to listen to that when it came out. It's going to be one of those things like it's it's going to be like Wu-Tang Forever. Where like old heads are gonna be are like yeah I remember when that came out like that's how it's gonna yeah. be for us I think I agree I obviously <laughs> and I don't have too much more to say to it other than what was said earlier so okay Respect. into the top three so number three uh, so also number four and number three for me are kind of interchangeable but I do think this this might be number three for me I think this is like above the other one so this is. Frank Sinatra sings for only the lonely by Frank Sinatra. Are you okay? <laughs> so like I said, this one donate to our <laughs> Patreon so that we can fund Kim's therapy. therapy. <laughs> no, this one and the other one I alternated for months. Like, and I, I sought out these two albums and I have them on vinyl and just every single one of these songs is an absolute hit for me. Like every single one. And like, there's some of them like, that I like that like blow my mind like and I know that's weird about like a 40s and 50s songs because you don't think about like lyricism that well but like one for the baby is or sorry one for my baby is amazing ebb tide is amazing spring is here willow weep for me only the lonely this lonesome old town what's new angel eyes guess I'll hang my tears out to dry blues in the night like every single song on that is just incredible and it'll make you <laughs> It'll make you cry, basically. And it's it's literally like, again, I, I heard this album, like, and I was like, like he's literally only the lonely. He's singing for me. Only the lonely. <laughs> no, don't come in and give me a hug. <laughs> Alex is currently giving me a hug. <laughs> I truly do worry about you, Cameron, sometimes. <laughs> no, it's okay. We're, it's okay. The next I'm just excited. Finally, now I get a chance to get all emotional and deep about an album. Okay, Because it's ahead. been back-to-back -back Cameron going super in-depth about everyone, and then me and Alex going, yeah, really dope album. Love the <laughs> yeah, sound. For real. I was just about to say, I will say, that is a great album. Yeah. Um, the, the next... The, the this next, one yeah. is a recently discovered one, but this one has hit me so hard and so to the point that I love this man. His Beilu, and his album is... I, I don't know if I ever say his name right, but that's how I always say it. Yeah. And his album Quilt Dreamer. Is that the one that you said that he does all his own stuff? And yeah, this yeah. guy is based out of New Mexico and basically okay. has a little home studio and does everything. Uh, right off the fact, Man in the 60s, I when I first heard that song, I was like, yo, everyone says I'm a crackhead, here's my anthem. Man in the 60s is such a great song. Um, I, should, I, I gotta listen to this album. Charming Flow. There's a vibra slap on it. Yeah, oh. Charming Flow oh. is another great song. It, the line where it's like, oh, you start noticing girls for their bodies, you yeah. know. You know, I have to take these pills to keep my body and, like, my hormones in balance. I'm as charming as a $100 bill up in yeah. your nose. Yeah, it's from Tripping at the Beach, you know, like, all four of his albums are great. Like, Wavy Days, Suburban Bliss. But something about Quilt Dream or Quiet Dreamer, my bad, Quiet Dreamer, is incredible. I listened, to, I, listened I think, to the whole album at least 12 times in one day, just on repeat. I was studying for a, a comprehensive exam I had to take. And the more I listened past the now, like the vibra slap and the bass lines and like listen to what he was saying, I was like, 
holy shit. I was like, I relate to this on a level I've never really related to an album before. And all of his music from like Suburban Bliss to What's this. What's like the style of it? Is it like funk or like, or is it it's like It's like slow, kind of beachy. Like it's a mix. Each album has its own kind of okay. different sound, which I appreciate. But uh, is that what like you appreciate about it? I appreciate it the most. Um, have you ever heard the term? Well, I think it's home uh, bedroom pop or bedroom rock. Yeah, it's very bedroom poppy. Yeah, it, it's just it's not his production quality is incredible, but knowing it's just him and what he's speaking about, I'm like I've been there. He's not outstretching to this point. Like he has a song called Saturday on Suburban Bliss, and he's literally talking about just him spending his time with his wife gardening he goes these are the days they look for waking up and eating cereal and watching cartoon like nothing about any of his music have i gone uh, folding clothes by j cole yeah for i real. think the only one that like surpasses that it goes if i was in the 60s i'd be driving my race car in the street or smoking pot in the back of a van with no, with the seats missing or something yeah. and you know but most of his music is extremely relatable or just so within grasp that you can go i can see myself doing that or being this way so Number was this four? Three. Three. Number three is Quiet Dreamer by Belu for me. God, that talks so much. No. That one <laughs> no, I'm gonna give you a hug so fucking hard you're gonna cry. The reason I you might I like his music, I think, is because the the kind of style that he has as far as like the musicality of it is insanely good. But also like he kind of hides his lyricism. Oh yeah. Because the way he sings and the way he presents it is almost like a little mumbly and i like that because i like that style of singing mm -hmm. and i think it fits really really well with his like the i genre love the line where he music. goes look kodak did i want as you in it <laughs> i'm gonna kick your ass that's, that's kodak black by the way <laughs> um all right so number three for me is my Logic. only no it's my only double uh artist bid and it's the 1975's the 1975 so <sighs> This one was tough for me because I am a sad boy and I go and I listen to sad boy music. <laughs> we got a trio of sad boys. And this uh. album is peak sad boy for me. This album is just so good. Sad. And especially like the deluxe version of this. The original is 16, but I have the deluxe, which is oh, I it's 39 songs um <laughs> 39 slap boys because some of it is they include all of their old EP uh songs as well as their um original recordings for a lot of their albums and so I like that but there's just a few songs off of some of their EPs that they literally refuse to play live because of how like the meaning behind the songs like it kind of like hurts them so much to play it and i've seen them live twice now three times now three times oh, yeah i've seen them three times now and every single time they play some of their old hits because everybody wants them and they're so so good and it's like the pinnacle of like for me like the alt rock pop kind of genre and I will go back and listen to it over and over and over again. And it's so like dreamy and there's like so many good like love songs on it. And if I'm just feeling in that mood or if, you know, you're looking for some supplemental music for 
a special kind of playlist that you play during special kinds of times <laughs> with your special kind of person, they have some really, really good music on this album that can help you out with that. And I've added more than a few. But they also just kind of make these like soundscapes a lot of times because they have their regular instruments that they play, but then they have a lot of synthesized music that is just kind of like puts you in this different world. And I really, really like that about this album in particular because they do that quite well. When when you just said soundscapes, I laughed because I, like someone who I think of doing soundscapes is Ross from Friends. <laughs> yes, or, or, or <laughs> Where he crafts yeah, his soundscapes. Yeah, or Gabe from uh, The Office. Yes. But, and like I just imagine, I, I remember the scene, uh, Andy throwing up in the toilet because he <laughs> ate seahorse. And, and Gabe is like, this one is called Earthrise Over the Moon. <laughs> and, he's, and he's like, this, that's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and that just okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's are, basically it. Though. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Thanks for ruining that camera. <laughs> yeah. Save so what dick. I think about when I hear your music is <laughs> seahorse vomit. <laughs> no. What's your um, number two. Number two. Here we are. Um. So drastic change. It's all alone by Frank. Sin- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. This man. <laughs> Help this man. I'm going to call the suicide hotline in a second here. 1-800-273-8255. Alex knows about how you Got you. I'm going to um, get a tattooed same. on me. Uh, Compton by Dr. Dre. There it is. Respect. Drastic change. I love that. So Good for you. Every... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Good for you. You're listening to some happy music? Well, <laughs> no... Every single song uh, on this album uh, is absolutely magnificent, perfectly tuned, perfectly like sonified. The sonics, mm-hmm. the instrumentation, the lyrics, the beat, the background, the soundscapes. <laughs> literally, <laughs> every that one. Single, we get it. Literally, every single thing about this album is absolutely incredible. Though there's like animals is the, the least favorite, my least favorite song on it. I but, love Anderson Pac though. Oh, he's incredible too. Yeah, he, he this album like made him basically, um, and like it's just I don't know if you know it, Samson, but it's one of like it's one of the best rap albums ever. But it's like a it's almost like a compilation album of like a ton of artists, but it's all Dr. Dre. Oh, it's it's hella features. It for is. The guy. It was the song of my summer, where not. Like, I'm not exaggerating when I say every single song I listen to from when I think this came out 2015. Yeah. 2015, the summer of 2015, every single day I listen to the entire album and I only listen to this album through the entire summer for three months. And I played video games with my friends, me, my friend Zach and my friend Jason. We played GTA and we listened to this album every single day. We would just blast it. Like one of like we would take turns blasting it over our mics and we would all just listen to it and jam to it. It was like it's just Damn. blows my mind how good this album is. Respect. And it's number two. Well, my number two is an absolute bang central. In the my Beatles. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> Revol- yeah, it's revolved. No. Plastic Beach by the Gorillas. Okay. And Great one. All, all time. To- that intro, the orchestrake intro, Feel and then cut. No, literally gonna <laughs> jump over the table. <laughs> that wah wah, and then it stops and it's like doom doom doom. 
then, and then and you know who starts it off? Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, what the fuck? Yep. And if not a lot of people realize this, if you play this on a professional system with a low enough bass set, there is a bass octave that is so low that it doesn't make a sound. It just vibrates. Yeah, you just it. feel it. Uh, we got Touch and Go to do it during uh, orientation yeah. for the freshmen before they came in, and it act- we thought we broke their system. That's funny. It was so low, it started rattling the stage, but it is... Uh, so I can't help but notice, though, that Feel Good is not on this album. It's it's not. Beca- it's not at all. That, enti- <laughs> about, that doesn't make me feel very good. Uh, the, the deluxe feature has uh, Donkomatic on it, fantastic like bonus so yeah like explain like the gorillas i think you kind of did before but like so yeah absolutely i'll explain the gorillas so i'll go short history um actually is this because when you called me in the studio and you asked me how many people are in the gorillas kind of because we were having a discussion about it before and and i was like i'm pretty sure it's only like one guy they have great like so it is i can't think of the man's name but there's only one guy that is the gorillas and he collectively gets different artists to play with him he writes and performs he's the voice of 2d the guy with no eyes it's black the black eyes yeah um, the field I'm gonna punch <laughs> um so basically in i think it was like the early 2000s when the gorillas first came out the whole ideology was that music was starting to switch towards focusing on the artist rather than what they were producing that people were loving britney spears and beyonce you know kanye all all these artists for their lifestyles and them as people and not what they're producing as music that they were focusing more on their lives and stuff you know and he wanted to just produce music about whatever and it be focused on the music nothing more so he came up and i think his good friend that's also an animator that designed the original setup for what the gorillas looked like created the gorillas as a group a completely fictional cartoon band and everyone's like that's not gonna fucking work it's not gonna catch on it caught on really popular in Europe, and then the album with Feel Good, uh, Clint Eastwood, uh, Dirty Harry, took off. Demon Days, you know, the United States loved it, and it was so weird because it mixed such heavy parts of rock and roll, punk, rap. <laughs> and rap, and they're like, what is their sound? It really isn't yeah. consistent, and which gave them that fluid fluidity. And as you noticed over time, they produced, and Plastic Beach was one of the first albums that they went, this is going to be an entire theme. And I used to, when I first got back into, well, I, wa- I wanted to go to art school and be an animator. And I actually drew an entire storyboard of a movie behind this album. Because the album's so consistently portraying the story. And it's an incredible album. And afterwards, they continue to do that. Um, Revolving Door, I think, I think was one he made on his iPad on a road trip. Then it was uh, Human Days or human yeah human days was another kind of themed like club one that wasn't as well received and then the now now is this like summer bobber that came out last year but that's the one thing i've loved about the gorillas is they've consistently always changed their sound and it's never impact them because no one can go oh they're older stuff because their older stuff was just a mesh of everything yeah it's just different and plastic beach to me was one that every day i listened to on the bus coming back back and forth and I think it was the first album I ever bought, like on iTunes, consistently. My first purchase on iTunes was Sma- uh, Smash Mouse's hit "All Star" and "Walking on the Sun." Yeah, the first two songs I ever bought. But yeah, and that's why Smash Mouth number <laughs> number, <laughs> number one. one. <laughs> yeah. mine was a uh, Ponder Replay by Rihanna. Ooh. Was my first song purchase on iTunes. I was gonna say that's your number two. I, was <laughs> I think I think I I said. Uh, 
that lose yourself and the John Cena intro. The time is yeah. Now. I think you've mentioned that before. Yeah, that's my two favorite, two number that's one. So <laughs> incredible. Honestly, honorable mention. We'll we'll do. I think we should do honorable mentions after this, even though it's getting a little long. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. my number two, I have. Under pressure. Okay. By Logic. Um, I'm, I'm kind of glad you didn't put that at number one. I would be like, come on, guy. Come on. I know. No, <laughs> for me, it's one of those that's like super impactful in my style of music. It really mixes the kind of newer age rap with the old school like boom bap. It's not a whole lot different than a lot of his young Sinatra mixtapes, which I like. I say I grew up listening to, but Various not really. Women, I'm swimming in like a shark. Yeah, but that was the last one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I just there's not a whole lot that I can say about it other than this album came out five years ago, and the amount of hours that I've probably if somehow Apple had tracked the amount of time that I've spent listening to this album, it would be disgusting, and I would probably hate myself that I wasn't listening to more music. But I like. I can't peel myself away from listening to this album. I, it came out like on the fifth year anniversary of it. It was, I think middle part of November or end part of October, whenever it was, I listened to the album. I shit you not maybe five times that entire day, just because it's so good. And I can listen to it all the way through the intro to it is just this beautiful piano. And then you get into uh, soul food which is just this incredibly like crafted story of um, his life growing up and then you get into uh, a couple of other songs and then like gang related which is incredibly like it sh just kind of showcases the lifestyle that people live when they're living in like section 8 households like but they're not gang affiliated themselves it's just they're gang related so they're like they're part of that system but they're not in it themselves and it's the things that they go through and then there's like some good like good vibe like bounce music and then he has songs about his like drug addictions and stuff like that and um a song called Nikki where he's like singing about this and rapping about this girl but it turns out that he's actually talking about cigarettes the entire time um just really amazing stuff like that plus the deluxe is really good he has uh features with Childish Gambino on that um one of my favorite songs Driving to M Driving Miss Daisy um, and then All Right with Big Sean. And I have to say that he and Big Sean always make really, really good music together. So that's another reason why I love it. And I had to put that at number two. It was really close to number one. I know it probably would have killed you, but uh, it was really close to number one for me. Respect. Okay. Oh, Speaking man. of number one. Here we go. Here we, go. Here we are. So, no, uh, number <laughs> one for me. 2015, the release. Could anyone guess? <laughs> Please tell me it was Lil Dicky's professional no, rapper, no, 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 Frank no, Sinatra. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, Alex, I think I think you would be able to guess it. It's the same, yeah, same year as Compton. Both these albums came out, and this one was in the early like February, I think. Do you have any idea? Was Alex? it? It's not Matters LP two, was it? No, no, no. That came out in 2014. I don't know. So it is Trap Soul. Oh, I could have guessed. Yeah. I almost put that in my top ten. By Bryson Tiller. That's gonna be my honorable mention. Now, and now you're, I'm like, you're thinking like, what? You just like sucked Compton's dick so hard. Like, how could this possibly be better? Yeah. 
So the reason why I put this number one is because not only do I like absolutely every single song, like Animals, I'm like, eh, like it's a good song. But, and I still listen to it. But this song, I could scream at the top of my lungs and I know every single lyric. Like like I said, the whole summer I listened to only only uh, Compton. I only listened to this in the winter. And not only that, this song is much... these. This album is much more meaningful, I, I would say. No! Are you okay? Yeah. Was, it, was that towards me? Yeah. Why? Yeah. No, no, no. That was yeah. Me, that oh, was, you said don't. Okay. Yeah, that was me saying I thought don't. you said, ow! I no. was like, what? <laughs> Ooh. So, well, also, yeah, you are right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, so don't, yeah, is, just is like, don't is like, you know, like his poster song. Sure. Like, and 502 come up. Yeah. But, and sorry, not sorry, but exchange also though that give me all of you in exchange for me but that beat is insane <laughs> if you could I, so i tried to pull it up on my phone but on my on my computer i will show you the analytics of my google play it shows how many times i played this song it's oh it's like 50 times each like every single song and, I, and I, it's not like oh i like this song so i play this 50 times like it's not that i listen to this album perfectly through and through like 50 times at least and the the central theme around it like it, the the 90s like like i don't even know how to describe it's it the amazing like the moog bass r&b yeah. kind of style mixed like, with like it's almost new it, almost trap it's music like the crying r&b but like it's so good it's so good it's incredible and it it just makes you feel so like uh, it just like Oh, that's the only way I can describe it. Oh, it's so you just want to, oh, the entire album, every single song. And that, and the reason why I beat Compton was because it is a little more like for me, like personally feel, mm. makes you feel more, you know? Yeah. And, makes you feel alive. and, and, and I wanted to mention this, this, so, this album, I'm pretty sure it went platinum with no features, just like J Cole's. Um, and it, it ruined his career. It ruined this man's career that the album was so good that he could not like he put out true to self, which was like his sophomore album and everyone was waiting for it. And everyone was like, this yeah, is, this, what is what sophomore <laughs> slump is hell. Cause that album's decent, but like, but he put out a trap. Soul. He put out such a good album. Like he will never be able to put out an album anywhere as close as good as this and it literally like ruined his career yeah that's how good the album was and that's why i put it at number one as well okay my turn i'm i'm okay now <laughs> yellow su- no i'm just kidding oh my <laughs> god submarine, but no it's the not. eagles greatest <laughs> <laughs> Foo fighters greatest hits out so no mine you is- too the one that they <laughs> get on <laughs> the one album i've ever owned um no so this one is a recently new purchase and a, a group I've gotten into, but the moment I saw the main artist of this group and realized he is him if I was left in the woods for months on end to write music is Dope Lemon and their album. I have it. It's a uh, Zach Brown. <laughs> it's it's smooth. Big cat. This was AWB was my other number one. Of, OK, that's you didn't even put it on that list, though. It's my honorable mention. Okay. I'll go more into depth about that. But um. Dope Lemon was this group that literally came out of nowhere with their song from that album of this year called Hey You. And I was like, oh, wow. Hey you, somewhere in the dark. <laughs> Such a slow and like, wow. There, you think there'd be a buildup. There is none. The whole song, you're like, wow. And the whole album, 
I've listened through at least like 12 times and it just changed me. It's like, wow, like when I listen to this song, I cannot be like anxious. It just numbs me like in a good way. Like it makes me feel just collected and calm. And the artists overall, they just have this very unique, like it was the conversation Cameron had with me saying, how are you not a pot smoker? <laughs> like how you like Cameron looked at me, he goes, I honestly thought you're a pothead. Like you're so chill and so like relaxed all the time. Like, I just thought you smoked dope all the time. Like, no. And I show him this and he goes, yeah, like, and well, he saw, you definitely I, do. <laughs> I, I made him watch the music video to Hey You. Is that the, the big cat? Yeah. With the cat heads. Yeah. 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 And he looked at me, he goes, I don't like music videos, but I'm pretty sure you smoke pot all the time <laughs> if you like this. But that whole album. That music changed. video is insane. I, I love it. it it's an, an incredible song, incredible album. And is my number one because I, n- n- with Bayou, like, recently this one like connects on a different level like maybe not what he's saying but definitely the sound of it i'm like this is what i feel like the inside of my head sounds like most of the time that's so, incredible that is dope lemon okay uh, that's a great big cow. that's a great number one thank you i'm interested in this alex i'm, I'm Do you excited think, can you give me a hint and um, will i be able to guess it or no it's it, i don't know you might it's pretty typical me Revolver. I, I talk about it's not logic I talk about um, this album specifically from this artist all the time. Professional rapper, Lil Dicky. <laughs> no. <laughs> I will never mention Lil Dicky's music until he decides to make more fucking music. I know. He just does not do it anymore. He doesn't get my respect okay. anymore. What? I, or give me, a, give me a better hint. Um, for me, it's an artist that I really didn't oh, get into oh, a whole lot. Oh, college dropout? Or My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. It is My co- Beautiful Dark okay. Twisted Fantasy. <laughs> it was one of those two, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, for me, I was... A- album of the decade. I was going to pretend that it was uh, DJ Khaled. <laughs> <laughs> Major key. Uh, no, yeah. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Um, God, okay. I, there's just so much to say about this album I as I a don't, whole. I don't like music videos, but the they he made a fucking movie out of that album yeah and it was sick and it's insane when I, when I first saw it i was like this is stupid but i i went back and watched it and i was like damn this is not it's <laughs> this is not stupid it's now. so good like it starts out with dark fantasy and gorgeous which are pretty good intro songs um they're not like you don't take a whole lot away from them but they're just good they're just good songs yeah. and then you drop right into power and you're like well, fuck! Like I can do anything. I'm I'm <laughs> feeling this shit, and then it goes right into all of the lights with like the interlude and everything like that, and then right oh, into all the of the interlude. lights, and then you like you just feel so amazing. This man listening, is just describing this. this is listening incredible. to these, this it takes song. you on an emotional roller coaster. It really it's a does. movie. It's literally a movie. And then Monster, which oh. like oh. super good, like Rick Ross, and one then, of the honestly, greatest all around like rap songs like out there, like the one of the greatest bars, right? In Nicki Minaj, yeah. like I actually like Nicki Minaj in that song. Yeah. Like it, that and song. If a song, suits could, if a song could do that, <laughs> right? That that you got my respect. Um, so appalled. I mean, Pusha T's verse in So Appalled is incredible, and it really like kind of put me. It's weird to say, but it put me onto Pusha just because like I didn't listen to a lot of Pusha T before then, but then that like put me into it, and then. Devil in a New Dress with Rick Ross is the uh, hardest uh, Rick Ross verse you'll ever hear. Uh, so amazing. Plus, that sample is just uh, stupid. And then stupid. Run Away. Yes. Yes. Most Literally. Okay. Literally, 
You play one yes. note. One of the only songs in the entire like world, like ever, that you could play. You step up one to a piano, single note, and just go, ding, and, and you're like, everyone o- run away. Yep, everyone's like, maybe that and like the two chain songs. Uh, two. Uh, what is it? I'm different. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Like though, like, but yeah, I completely agree with you. Run away, like. And then Hell of a Life is really good. Blame Game's really good. John Legend's amazing in that song. Uh, Lost in the World and Who Will Survive in America. It's just a really... It, uh, like... Uh, it's just so good. Like, it's one of those albums. And then a lot of it, too, comes down to the story behind the creation of the album. Um, everything that happened with, like, his mom passing away. And then he, like, basically went and, like, secluded himself in Hawaii. And, like, everybody came to him to do the music. And like he spent so many hours just crafting every single song you because might he does. Think you've ha- picked the scene. You haven't. The real one is far too mean. Cause he like that one. That's like the intro, right? Yeah, that's really cool. But he like just the hours that he puts into the production aspect of everything. He had so many people come on and like consult with him, like about. He like made it like a whole like that like made him insane. <laughs> he made it like a whole business venture. Like every single day was scheduled out for how he wanted to make his music and like artists don't do that kind of stuff. They more or less just are like, you know, this is how I feel, so this is how we're going to make this now. Like we'll just see like what kind of vibes we're feeling. Yeah. He did that, but he made it have like a business structure where he's like, so here's what we're going to be doing from this to this time. And we're going to be working together and we're going to be doing this. We're going to get this done. And then he spent like an entire year putting it together. And it's one of the most beautifully like all around crafted albums that I've ever heard. And I just think like sonically, like there's not much that I think compares to it. And it's just so, so uh, good. Are you sure? Astro (laughs) world. Straight up. (laughs) Okay. Well, damn. We got, yeah. It found out a lot about us kind of through those mm-hmm. albums. But do you want to do honorable mentions real quick? Speed yeah, run. Just it has to speed, be okay. like, you yeah. can't speed run. Okay, honorable, honorable mentions. mentions. Honestly, professional rapper Little Dicky is honorable mention. Uh, basically, La La Land soundtrack, Lay Miz soundtrack, Music Man soundtrack, uh, Book of Mormon soundtrack, like all those like really good musicals, those soundtracks, incredible. Um, that's basically it. And honorable mentions to sorry to like most J Cole music Eminem all of Eminem's albums I love but I I was I, surprised that that you didn't have a the, single Eminem the reason album in, on there. Uh, there's so many artists that I like that have like incredible songs but there's like four incredible songs on an album and then like ten or eleven bad yeah. that I don't like but th- like together they have like twenty incredible songs like through their albums so mm-hmm. that's why I didn't include that I tried to go just off of but if you put if you, we if we're gonna do artists Eminem is number one. I agree. But, so yeah, honorable mention that, and I think I think that's <laughs> it. Sorry, you're good. Um, AWB's album AWB, absolutely cra- fantastic. Just for the cover. <laughs> I, yeah, that and the it's probably the the album I was conceived to. Very sun- funk, soulful. One of the last great, like soul funk albums come out of uh, England. Um, with that heavy metal bebop is an album I bought for two dollars at Atlantic Sounds. Changed my life. It's heavy metal music and bebop jazz. That's Two genres that mix together so well, I would never have thought of it. Incredible. Um, that's the one album I know of. Um, what else? What else? The Who. They're just anything like an artist. I think The Who is fantastic. Their music has always been pushing the boundaries. You know, they have like Tommy the movie and having mm-hmm. a lot of their stuff. Like super incredible storytelling Pinball and crafting. Wizard. Yeah. 
So that's for me. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, real quick. Rush, rush for okay, me too. Yep. Incredible. Absolutely. Alex? Sorry, I was looking up Heavy Metal Bebop. That's, <laughs> I'm really intrigued by that. Um, for me, Honorable Mentions, uh, I have to throw Trap Soul on there because that's just, that's another classic. Yeah. Um, again, like anything by Kendrick, Cole, um, Childish Gambino, for me, because the internet is a big um that could have been on my top 10 easily that could have been my top three easily the way i perceived it though is like he's such an artist and he's such a visionary and he didn't complete that whole vision for me um he made that album as a soundtrack to a movie script that he had written and the script had leaked and he actually filmed about 20 minutes of the the movie and so there's a YouTube video somewhere out there that's like an hour and a half long that's the script with some of the um, the video that he had, some of the B-roll that he had shot and uh, with the soundtrack going on in the background and it's incredible and I want it so bad. There's like a movie poster for it too. Like he had this whole thing figured out and then he just never made it and it's just sitting right there and for me like it hurts that it's right there so I that I just have to honorable mention that one because I couldn't count it otherwise. Okay. And that's it for me. We got a long ass <laughs> one, but there's a lot yeah. of information. I this, think this will be. This like, is a good way to end it. Well, we'll probably do. I think record a one or two. We'll try to definitely before you leave. Yeah, you're right. At least one more. But this will be one to sustain the folks for a while because this could be a two parter. Almost. I, I think. Yeah. So, but you're all beautiful. Thank you again for tuning thank in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making this a, a Ratzel Award winner. Yes, thank you for <laughs> Thank you for actually like putting, like saying like you like this because we actually don't know if anyone listens I, to it. So. I mean, what Kevin or Mr. Ratzel himself told me was that we definitely have an audience that is intrigued by our opinions. So, if, yeah, if you want to come you're, up to us, say hi. Yeah, if you have ideas, don't feel afraid to like ask them or suggestions. Give them to Kevin. Yeah. We're, uh, we should probably make some sort of social media for this so that if anybody ha- wants to talk to music about us. Um, Absolutely. But a Q&A. for now, uh, if you want to contact me, at least, to talk music. Oh, um, he's going to plug himself, isn't he? Just my Twitter. <laughs> my SoundCloud. <laughs> no, definitely not. Just my Twitter. Uh, it's at Alex underscore underscore Bader, which is B-A-D-E-R. Um, just, you know, slide into those DMs or don't but okay dirty dog talk music and thank you so much for listening hopefully we'll see you next week i love you all bye we'll see you then bye